0: blog talk radio
1: across the country and around the world streaming live on the internet it's real estate coaching radio bringing you the latest news interviews and secrets of the top producers hosted by award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris.
2: Hello and welcome back. This is, of course, Real Estate Coaching Radio, and we are your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. And this, of course, is your only source for unfiltered, full strength honesty about what is truly working to make you money now in the real estate business. And you know, I want to focus just the first couple minutes of today's radio show on that phrase, make you money. And I was thinking about this today. Um, when I was preparing for today's radio show and also doing my own personal coaching calls. The way we start out, as a lot of you guys who are listening now are our current coaching clients, all of our coaches start out, the coach all coaching calls, with this simple question. What is the best thing that's happened in your real estate business since our last coaching call to make you money? What is the best thing? I want you guys to ask yourselves that, right? A lot of you are listening in replay. Most of you now are listening in replay off iTunes and whatnot. And so the question is, what is the best thing that's happened in your real estate practice, your real estate business, in the past week or whatnot, to make you money. Now, that question is supposed to center you, remind you what the purpose of the coaching call is, and really help you drill down on what matters most and why you're working. Because, guys, the bottom line is, if you're not making a profit, if you're not making money that's translating to net profits for you, then you're not running a business. You're running what we call a non-profit business because you're not making any profit. And the other thing that's powerful about that question, and the reason I insist all of our coaches use it, and obviously Julie and I use it ourselves, is because it cuts through the malarkey. It cuts through all the clutter. It cuts through the noise. It cuts through all the stuff that you guys have floating around in your heads with regards to where your focus should be. So, Julie, that question, isn't it interesting, mm-hmm. the conversations mm-hmm. that come as a result of just that one question?
0: Absolutely. Well, it is the quintessential accountability question, Because you can tell in the first five minutes of a call the level of focus that our agent, our coaching client, has had over the past time since our last coaching call. Because if they haven't done a whole lot to create income, then out come the excuses. Well, you you hear all kinds of weird things. If they, for whatever reason, lost focus, and then we reel them back in and say, well, hang on a second. The question was, what did you do to make more money for yourself and your family? and sometimes it takes a couple minutes to get them focused back in on what happened and it's interesting how agents can kind of give extra credit to certain things like i always love it when they say well you know i took a listing last week but it doesn't count because it was a past client how does that not count they wouldn't be using you if you hadn't done a killer job last time right okay yeah maybe it quote doesn't count as much as something that you on purpose went after But what I say is you get to count it if there's going to be money in your pocket. Now your job is to do a great job for that listing and turn it into more listings. So it does reel them back in to the dollar productive activity that should be going on. And, you know, it's normal for some weeks to be better than others. But I have found after a few weeks of of that call, our coaching clients are on to us and they know we're going to ask it on the next call. And then they start getting more and more focused, and they're ready, and they say, here are the five things that I did, the listings I did, the buyers that I converted, et cetera. So that's right. a powerful
2: question. It is. And you know, it's funny, too. The ones, the the agents we've been coaching now for years and years, they know to come prepared, just like you said. And a lot of times they'll start the call, you know, Hi, Tim. I know you're going to ask me what's the best thing that happened in my business. And they'll tell me, you know, I took this listing. I got this price reduction. I did this, negotiated this contract. You you always tell us it's been a good
0: week when they're ready for you.
2: Yeah, and yeah, exactly. Well, you can hear it in their voice generally, you know, within the first millisecond, whether or not they had a Mm -hmm. good week or not. But guys, the constant, you know, know, a lot of people say when they hire a coach, they want accountability, and of course that's true. But what you really want is accountability around the goals that are important to you, not the goals that somebody assigned to you. So deciding what is really important to you, deciding what you want to be held accountable to, that is more critical than you possibly think. If you've had a coach before, as a lot of you have had, and you've had just a mediocre experience. Uh, chances are it's because you weren't really clear about what it was that you were trying to accomplish in that coaching relationship. And at the end of the day, our job is to make you money. That is the job of a coach, a business coach. We're not life coaches. We're not nutrition coaches. We're not any other kind of coaches other than business coaches. And as a business owner, it's your job to make a profit. It's your job to make money. And if you're not doing the activities that will lead the quickest to a paycheck, trust me when I tell you you're going to get called out about it because that's our job that's what you pay us for you know it's funny julie i had a coaching call a free coaching call yesterday maybe it was today i don't know my day is kind of blend you know Mm -hmm. but the conversation went something like this uh i like you guys i've been listening to you guys on the radio i'm thinking about hiring you but i'm also comparing you against these two other coaching businesses and Mm -hmm. i certainly respect that that's fine i appreciate you doing your homework and then You know, They said, well, what makes you different? And I said, well, can I ask you a question? And the answer was, of course, yes. And I said, so if you wanted to learn tennis, let's say you wanted to learn tennis, what would you have as an absolute minimum standard for the tennis coach you were going to hire? What would be the minimum standard, the least level of qualification that Mm -hmm. tennis coach has Mm. to have before you would even consider them to be your coach? Well, Mm -hmm. I mean, you don't have to think about that, listeners, do you? the answer is, of course, they would have to have actually played tennis before. They actually would have had to have, you know, been competitive at tennis, or at least at an amateur level, be very proficient at it. Of course, that makes sense, right? And then I said, mm-hmm. so if you wanted to hire a really good tennis coach, what would you look for? Well, then the answer is, of course, well, I'd obviously look for somebody who'd played tennis, but now I want to look for somebody who's maybe played tennis on a national level. Someone maybe had a you know, was collegially – just somebody who has got the chops to be a really good tennis player is what I would look for. And, you know, so it's funny. Then I asked them this question. Remember, this is somebody who was speaking to me, who was comparing us to the other coaches and trying to decide who they should hire. So I said, had you asked the other people you were interviewing whether they ever sold real estate before? And they hadn't. So this, this person who has thought they were doing all their best homework to decide who they were going to hire as their personal real estate coach – didn't think to ask the very question that they intuitively knew they should ask whenever they're hiring a, a, any kind of coach is, hey, have you actually done it before? Now, I'm bringing mm-hmm. that up to you guys because many of you will be shocked and amazed to know that virtually none of our coaching competitors have ever sold real estate. Now, I'm going to say that again. You want to hire a tennis coach, the first tennis coach you go to, you learn that he's never actually played tennis before. No, I mean it quite literally. Never held a racket in his hand never stepped up to the net, doesn't know jack about Oh, but really Tim, all sports playing. are the same, and, you know, he's read some books about it. Exactly. I mean, that will be the answer. Or they'll give you some other sort of answer to try to get you off the very fact that they are fakers. They have never done it before. It doesn't make sense that the very first criteria, the filter you'd put folks through, guys, is have you actually successfully done the, cri- done the activity? So here it is. You're talking to Tim and Julie Harris. We've sold real estate for about 10 years. We always sold between 100 and 200 homes a year. Yes, we built a team, and we dismantled the team because we wanted to make more profit. Our first year in the business, we sold over 100 homes. Our first year in our early 20s, we were recognized by the National Association of Realtors. We've written several books. Now, it's kind of funny to say this now that we're in our mid-40s. Oof, that right there is hard to say. <laughs> uh, okay anyway so we had uh we've been now coaching agents for longer than we sold real estate and between the two of us and i'm not exaggerating julie and i've had about probably a hundred to 110,000 coaching calls that we've actually done half hour profit focused intense those coaching are one on one calls those are not big great right. calls that's not even including our coaches That's not including the people that work with us and work for us as coaches. That's just Julie and I. So, yeah, if you're hiring a tennis coach, you want to hire the guy that's not only played tennis before, but the guy that beat John McEnroe, and that's what you get when you hire Julie and I. I didn't mean for this to be a quasi-sales pitch, but the fact is, guys, is when we do these free coaching calls, it's really, really important that you focus on, on the questions that matter so you make an informed decision. That way you won't have just a mediocre experience where you question what you were doing with that coach. You won't – you know, it's funny. The same person – I'm, I'm on a ramble here, but the same person had been in coaching before, mm-hmm. had had uh, odd experiences, and was actually, Julie, blaming himself for his mediocre mm-hmm. results from being with this coach. And yeah. once I pointed out to him that this coach – this, you know, coach from Fantasyland or Fairyland or whatever it was that's never sold real estate before, then he realized, well, maybe I wasn't getting the results that I could have otherwise been getting because of the fact that, I've never, that the coach didn't actually know the practical nature of how to list and sell real estate, how to act mm-hmm. the, the magic, the secret sauce, the, the art of selling real estate was missing, you know, and guys, here's the bottom line. It's up to you to make the informed decision. It's up to you to really focus on what matters most. And getting back to the first question that when you guys become our coaching clients, we're going to ask you is what is the best thing that happened in your business since our last call to make you money? And you know what, Julie? It's not a bad idea that we start the radio show out with that question too. I like starting that. tomorrow. It's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to pick up where we left off yesterday. And of course, yesterday we were talking about The places to find hidden inventory, and we're getting to really the heart of the call today, some very, very specific things. I want you guys to take notes. We're going to tell you specific websites today where you're going to be able to find homes for sale. And some of these, especially the next point, I promise you is really going to surprise you, make a lot of you laugh even, because it did me when I discovered it a few years ago.
1: Is coaching right for you, and how can I guarantee it will work for me? Chances are you are asking yourself those questions right now. I'll answer those critical questions for you in just a moment. But first, let's be honest about something you may have always suspected. You've probably always known that the nation's top 1% of realtors, you know, those millionaire agents you see on TV, they possess a secret knowledge that the other 99% of agents do not have. Where did they learn what they know, and more importantly, how did they learn how to put this closely guarded information into money-making action? It's simple. They have a coach. Not just any coach. The nation's mega-millions, top 1% of the realtors know that in order to maintain their almost unfair advantage, that they must have their own personal coach, a proven market-tested coach who has truly walked in their shoes, a coach who has worked with many of the nation's leading agents. At this point, you're probably ready to maybe try coaching. However, you don't want to be unfairly locked into a long-term ball and chain that coaching contracts can give you. It just makes sense that you should be able to try it before you buy it. Even more importantly, you want to have a coach who is the best of the best. Not someone who is simply assigned to you or, even worse, has never sold real estate. Can you imagine? If this is you, I have something for you right now that is exactly what you have been looking for. For the next 48 hours, Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching is offering you a free coaching call. This is a real coaching call with a real Tim and Julie Harris coach. Now, while you are thinking about it, why don't you visit us online? at freecoachingcallsforagents.com to get started. Once again, that is freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Now, let's be clear. This exclusive coaching opportunity is only available for the first 50 realtors who are stone cold serious about their real estate business and know that in order to succeed at the highest level, they must hire a coach. So, don't wait any longer. Take action now and visit us again at freecoachingcallsforagents.com dot com to schedule your free coaching call. Again, that's freecoachingcallsforagents.com. dot com. Thanks so much. See y'all soon.
2: Okay, we are back. And guys, by the way, guys, I have kind of some exciting news. We've been working a lot of a uh, lot more interesting interviews. We're Locking down um, the rest of the Bravo TV stars. You guys know that we have a lot of interesting superstar coaching relationships with those guys. So um, I am literally, was during the break, I was exchanging emails with the person that is booking Madison Hildebrand. And it looks like we might be interviewing him tomorrow. So that's kind of exciting. Uh, really great agent up in Malibu, a lot of you know. The thing that's interesting, I think, about Madison is the fact that he's not from Malibu, and Malibu is one of those areas that's really locked in. You sort of have a disadvantage if you weren't born and raised there. Well, he wasn't born and raised there, and he's quickly becoming one of the top agents in Malibu. Um, So, any of you guys who watch those Bravo TV shows, uh, they are one of Julia's. And we know it's all of you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's, we, exactly. If we're willing to de- admit to it, you should, L- too. Let's be honest. We'd all deny it <laughs> if we were asked, but all the right. fact is, obviously, all of us watch them. All right, so, Julie, let's pick up where we left off yesterday. Sure. And, again, a lot of you guys have been saying, there's no homes for sale. I can't find inventory, there's blah, no blah, inventory. blah. Yeah. That's right. So what we're going to do now is we're going to finish up some of our points that we wrote down about where you guys can be finding hidden inventory. And we left off yesterday talking about the fact that in every major metro market, there's new construction that's getting built. One of the things we neglected to mention, which I'm going to say now, is the fact that not all builders are listing in the MLS. And you have to dig in deep to find out where they have these uh, parcels of lands that are getting subdivided and made into uh, subdivisions. And one of the best ways to get that information is sometimes the city planner's office. Just look around. See what's getting planned. Everyone who will – you will be – if you just basically wait for stuff to show up in the MLS or get a flyer from the build rep, you've already missed the market. You already are probably six months too late. And I'll go as far as to say that you all should be definitely focusing on befriending as many of these new build reps because there is going to be a new build boom going on. It's already started. But you're going to see a massive new build boom going on towards the end of this year and the next year. Befriend those build reps because a lot of those folks who are going to be uh, wanting to buy one of those new homes are going to have a house to sell, right? And everybody right, in your com- yeah, exactly. And everybody in your community is going to want to know about the new construction just for no other reason than they want to know what value, what effect it's going to have on their own resale value if they're to put their house for sale. Learn the new construction. That is where the puck is going to be into 2015, 16, 17. Listen to your coach. So Julie, yes, let's and get to the please, next point.
0: please do not believe that there isn't any. Just because you haven't seen it in your MLS, it's not going to be in your MLS. So dig deeper, as Tim said. So right, moving so on to our point. next points, yeah.
2: Now, now first ahead. of all, let me do a little precursor on this, and we were going to be talking about Zillow, and you guys know that we have certainly loads of respect for Zillow, but we don't have a lot of uh, uh, adv- we're not advocates of buying buyer leads. So we just want to put that out there. Zillow as a company, pretty incredible. Uh, agents who are buying buyer leads and think that that's the only way they can build their business, kind of lame. So let's just be clear about that. Yep. Now, Zillow has, and I'm going to tell you guys exactly how to do this. Zillow has little hidden widget on their website where homeowners can put their houses for sale. It's called Make Me Move. They don't talk about it a lot, but it is absolutely a hidden opportunity for all of you. So I'm going to walk you through how to do it, and you guys can go back later and listen to this radio show again. Or, you know, slow the tape down, just basically listen to it as you're doing this on your computer, open a new window. Go to Zillow.com. Boom, easy enough. Put in your zip code, easy enough. Then it's going to show a map where all the houses are, and you're going to see all those little house icons, different colors representing different sorts of listings, Pre foreclosures, foreclosures, for sale, for rents, and all that. Now, I want you to look at the word Zillow in the upper left-hand part of your screen about where the W is in Zillow, go down slightly, about a half inch. These are good instructions on how to do this, right? You're going to see the little red and blue house icon. Click on the little red and blue house icon, and you're you're going to see the menu of filters. I want you to uncheck everything but for sale by owners. It's there. I want you to uncheck everything uh, but for sale by owners, pre-foreclosures, foreclosures, and make me moves, right? So you're going to remove the recently sold. You're going to remove the listed. You're going to remove everything but pre-foreclosures, foreclosures. foreclosures. Um, What were the categories again? Pre-foreclosures, foreclosures, foreclosures, make me move, move, and there was another one. For sale by owners. For sale by owners, yeah, those four categories. Now, when you do that, the results will show up on the right-hand side of your screen, and then you can see hidden inventory of homes. Pre-foreclosures and foreclosures, those are the obvious ones. The pre-foreclosures are the people that have had the notice of defaults issued who their foreclosure is imminent. In other words, if they don't do a short sale, they are going to lose the house to foreclosure. If you don't know how to process short sales, solicit short sales, and you're seeing droves and droves of them in your zip code, there is your little window into the future as to what direction your market's headed. If you need help with that, ask for a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. But the ones I want to focus on for the sake of our conversation right now are the make me moves because these are hilarious. What happens is, again, a seller has put their price information up on Zillow and said, you know what, if you, Mr. Buyer, can, you know, offer me this amount of money for my house, you know what, I'd, I'd probably move. Make me move. Well, what I've found since I started telling our coaching students about this about a year ago is oftentimes the prices that these sellers would be accept would accept on their houses are actually in line with market, if not a little below market. I'm thinking of Dan Gadda as a coaching student down in Houston, and he I turned him on to make me move, this whole thing I'm telling you guys about. He got into Zillow, and he's taken like three or four listings, and every single one of them, the sellers had put their houses up in the make me move. They're not officially for sale. It's kind of like a pre-FISBO, if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. And they were always putting in a price that was less than the current market. So Dan's call was very simple, you know, Mrs. Seller, I noticed you had your home up on Zillow as a Make Me Move and you were asking 750 Well, guess what? I can get you 750 but matter of fact, I can probably get you another $50,000. So if I were to bring a buyer by to purchase your house and they wanted to close in the next 60 to 90 days, would that create a problem for you? Get it? It's a conversation starter. So, guys, that is a killer idea for you. Again, if you need any help with that, free coaching calls for agents.com. Next point, Ms. Julie. All right, good.
0: So next point is uh zillow pre-foreclosure we kind of covered those together but and yes, i'm hearing agents already say well yeah but zillow's pricing this and zillow's pricing that it doesn't matter here are sellers who have said i would move if i can get this price that's all you focus on so zillow pre-foreclosure when you do this you're going to get exact addresses of homeowners who are already in pre-foreclosure now when you click on that the first thing you're going to do if you don't already have a zillow account you're going to see just the street name and it's when you click on the street name, it's going to say sign up for an account, and a lot of agents give up at that point because they think they're going to have to fork over their credit card. You don't do that. When you sign up for an account, you just get a username and passcode, then you log back into the same search, and you get the exact address. Sometimes it will even say email homeowner on both the for sale by owners, the make-me-moves, and sometimes the pre-foreclosures. Bottom line is, a lot of you guys have invested in short sell and NOD postcards and letters and door hangers and all these things. Here is the exact address on a map of who needs your help most. Those of you who are frustrated because you keep getting outbid, here's a great place. They're not already listed. That's another little clue on this. You do need to go to, you know, double check that they're not already listed, about 30% of them are already listed, which also is an indication that they're probably frustrated with their agent if they're going to Zillow and saying, make me move. You know, these are all several different categories of what we would call shadow inventory or hidden inventory that's not in the MLS. Make sense, Tim?
2: Yeah, it absolutely does. Yeah, I and H- Madison Hildebrand just confirmed. So that's what I was doing while Julie Excellent. was presenting. All right. Nice uh job. point number six. So guys, that's tomorrow's special guest. Uh tomorrow Don't at Don't miss it. Uh I'm sorry?
0: I said, don't miss it. Which, at same time, same oh, yeah, place. Yeah.
2: That's right. Radio show starts tomorrow at 2 p.m. Central, 12 noon, West Coast time. Now, the next one, Julie, expired listings.
0: My all-time favorite. Expired time listings. To. This means new expireds, old expireds, six months, 90-day old, two, up to two-year-old expireds. Call all of them. You know that they want to sell their home. You know that they're willing to list. Also, withdrawals on hold temporarily off the market are fair game. So if it's not relisted or sold, you need to be talking to them. And the the very basic expired coaching is this, Tim. They have a house to sell, and they've demonstrated a willingness to list.
2: You do what for a living? That's right. And, guys, also keep in mind, if you have a buyer that's looking in their neighborhood and there's an expired listing, that probably is going to be a great listing lead for you as well. Ring, ring. Hello. Hi, Mr. Seller. This is Tim Harris with ABC Realty. I noticed your home came off our computer today, and as an expired listing, I was curious, are you still interested in selling it? Well, we're just burned out on the process, or we just decide to rent it, or we decide to keep it. We just decided a to break. burn it down. We just we just t- decided to take a break. Well, Mr. Seller, listen, I appreciate the fact you decided to take a break, but let me ask you a real quick question. If there were a buyer who wanted to purchase your house at your price, and Mr. Buyer, this buyer was hunt, uh, Mr. Seller, this buyer was hundred percent pre approved. No financing issues, no appraisal issues, no inspection issues. In other words, Mr. Seller, this is the buyer you've been hoping for. You'd at least consider selling the house to him, wouldn't you? Well, I probably would, sure. So Mr. Seller, if my buyer were to purchase your house, where would you go next? Well we we're planning on moving to Utah. Utah, that's exciting. So ideally how soon you need to be there. We should have been there already, or we should be there in the next sixty days. Mr. Seller, wow, that doesn't give us a lot of time. So, Mr. Seller, I'm going to be in your area tomorrow at 6 o'clock, or would today at 6.30 be better, and I'll show you exactly what I can do to get the home sold. Well, do you have a buyer for my house? I very well might, Mr. Seller. I just need to see the house first. So it's 6 o'clock today, or 6.30 tomorrow be better for you. 6 o'clock today is fine. Perfect. Done. (laughs) That's it.
0: Yeah, and actually it does go like
2: that. Because you're, yes. give, you're
0: basically taking care of all their potential objections using that script, and if they still at that point say, no, I wouldn't consider selling to the world's perfect buyer paying my price on my terms It's not contingent on home sale or financing, well, then they are probably actually not motivated move on to the next call. Okay? Right. So that's a great script because it kills all objections and it tests their motivation. It works fantastic. We have our coaching clients setting appointments all day long using that.
2: The so only yes, thing that matters, guys, favorite. the only thing that matters when you're calling any kind of seller is their motivation, honestly. You don't need, if it's an expired listing, don't ask questions about their former agent. That's just inviting problems. Don't ask questions about anything else other than what, where they're planning on moving next and you can also sometimes ask a question throw a script a question in your script and again guys our coaching students you guys know this and you get all these scripts and you get all the training specifically on how to finesse these scripts for different situations but another great question is Mr. seller if my buyer or the buyer were to purchase your house sometime and want to close sometime in the next 60 or 90 days would that be you know would that create a problem for you and then you can get back to what the seller's motivation is the only thing that matters is their motivation that's it if they have to sell, again I'm getting off the topic of today's show, but if they have to sell, you have to list it. And those of you who are actually ready to pursue expired listings, you have to request a free coaching call. So Julie, and I can tell you exactly what to do. Free coaching calls for agents.com. Next point, Miss Julie.
0: Next point is also beloved, because they clearly need your help for sale by owners. They are crying for help with a help wanted sign and Here's the the hidden morsel with for sale by owners. Are you ready? Because this is really earth-shattering. Their phone number is there. You guys all like to whine and complain, I can't find phone numbers, even of your own past clients sometimes. For sale by owners are handing you their phone number, and they have a help-wanted sign in their front yard. You do what for a living? Oh, you help people sell their homes. It makes a lot of sense that you would be talking to them, doesn't it? With a similar script to what Tim just did on the expireds.
2: That's absolutely correct. Okay, good. So next point, Julie.
0: Next point is networking. professional networking. Yes, more than ever, listing agents control the market, as you guys know. Network with the listing agents. So if you have yet to become a listing agent, sign up your free coaching call so we can talk about why that is and how we're going to help you. So don't pro- uh, forget also professional non-real estate networking like B&I, uh, Chamber of Commerce, Charity Events, Meetup.com, all of those types of professional networking events Uh, One of the most obvious choices for some of you, depending on your market, is REO agents who have shadow inventory coming, things in pre-marketing status. We talked about new build reps. They know about homes that have to be sold before the client can finish their new construction home. But do be networking. Some of you guys have this weird thing going on where you're in contention with other agents all the time, and your impression of negotiating is getting the upper hand. Get away from that and back to building relationships so that when those big-time listing agents and even medium-time listing agents have the pocket listings and you're talking to them, they know you're for real and can write a nice, healthy contract that's closable, and you'll know about properties that are about to hit the market before they actually hit the market and save yourself and your
2: clients a lot of stress. That's right. Excellent point. And next up we have professional networking. So, Julie, what the heck does that mean? Uh, The
0: next one is professional listing referrals. So register with the listing referral companies. uh, For example, um, what is it called? AgentMachine.com, AgentPronto.com. There's quite a few of these types of non-fee-based. Okay, so they're referral fee, but you don't have a monthly fee or a sign-up fee. And those are great sources. That's a great supplement to get you going on your listing leads. So that's easy for everyone to sign up for. And then we have the next point. For rent by owners call your for rent by owners in your area using the paper Craigslist classified ads sometimes there's a website in your area for rent by owners simply ask if they have considered selling the home versus keeping it as a rental many of them don't even have a clue what the house is worth in the current market when they find out what it's worth via your free confidential CMA after sitting the appointment guess who gets the listing that would be you a lot of the for rent by owner homes are small-time investors or reluctant landlords who didn't mean to keep that house. It's their old home. You know, they had it on the market back when prices were lower. They've given up. They didn't really mean for it to be a
2: rental. Go ahead. we got to wrap. I just, got yep. na- I just got a note that we only have 42 seconds left. Guys, we're going to pick up where we left off yesterday. You got it. Uh, I'm sorry. Left off today. We're going <laughs> to pick up where we left off today tomorrow on tomorrow's radio show. Oh, actually, Perfect. we won't because tomorrow we're interviewing Madison Hildebrand, so yes. we'll pick up the following we'll day. Mm-hmm. And um, this is what I get for trying to multitask during the radio show and exchange emails and schedule Madison. But we are all scheduled up for tomorrow, so Madison Hildebrand, Bravo TV star of Selling LA, and we'll talk with you guys tomorrow. See you then.